Hello fun people, I'm Isaac Carlson, and today we're discovering the full story of Fowl's brilliant, deceitful, and vicious leader, Bradford Buzzard. Who, of course, isn't a villain, at least in his mind, but I would definitely argue he is. You see, while growing up, Bradford was not raised to be a villain, actually the exact opposite. Instead, he was brought up to be the next great adventurer under the guidance of the legendary explorer Isabella Finch. She was a treasure hunter and a traveler of the unknown, who even became one of the founding members of the Junior Woodchucks alongside Huey, Dewey, and Louie's ancestor, Clinton Coote. I mean, she was so incredible that even Scrooge McDuck as a lad looked up to her. But to Bradford, he came to the conclusion that her actions were a liability to the stability of the world. Grammy Finch claimed these dangerous excursions were fun and educational. Well, I did learn one thing. The world is full of chaos. Now for me, what I think is especially interesting about this type of backstory for a McDuck family adversary is that he truly has gone through comparable experiences to their family. He's been in the boy's position where he's been frightened, confused, and upset that he's involved in such a dangerous adventure. But instead of him transforming into someone who comes out of his shell and appreciates the grandeur of the world, he collapsed in on himself when he rejected the philosophy that was built up by his family. Family. He's kind of a dark mirror to what Huey, Dewey, and Louie could have become if they went against Scrooge's daring life, especially if they ran the numbers like Radford did. I analyzed these trends and found that in times of high adventure, finances are thrown into a tizzy and the world becomes increasingly unpredictable. To combat the instability that he saw growing across the world, Bradford dedicated himself to containing that chaos. To Bradford, it was irresponsible to adventure like his grandmother had, and the real heroic action would be to stop all that chaos completely. You're a, a villain. You wanted the artifacts for yourself. To catalog them safely. Your uncle is remarkable, but at what cost? That initially brought him to the heroic spy organization Shush, after graduating from college with a degree in accounting, which we actually learned from director Ludwig von Drake was a position he only got because of the support of his grandmama. What this implies is that even as Bradford's crackpot mind started to turn into one that was kind of like a bad guy, the late Isabella Finch continued to believe in him, which would unfortunately lead to the creation of something darker than she probably ever would have imagined for her grandma. Grandson. Now, when Bradford first went to Shush, it kind of made sense for him to go there since they were the most prominent group in the world going after wild enemies. But quickly, Bradford realized that even a noble group like Shush was contributing to the chaos that he was observing and wanted to destroy. Since Shush was only able to respond to chaotic events with more unpredictable escapades, he proposed that they just stop waiting around. Rather than wait for another villain to threaten the world, why don't we take over the world? After years of seeing the world's chaos, Bradford had started to believe that the only way to create stability was to eliminate enemies who opposed his ideas, rein in any unpredictable factors, and eventually rule the world from the shadows. And once he decided that Shush wouldn't be able to support him in that goal, he decided to partner with the evil Black Heron and create the fiendish organization for world larceny, better known as Foul. Now, from what we can tell, there was never a moment where he saw his actions as truly evil, even after Foul was created. He saw his life's work 
as a necessary response to the unstable reality he was within, which was why he rejected the grandeur, pettiness, and expenses that went into being a traditional supervillain. You know, I can understand that. You don't want you don't want to buy evil capes if you don't need them. He already had his suits. He was looking good, but there was more to it than that. Even though he never really pictured himself as someone who was truly bad, the lengths that he was willing to go to undo the threats he observed led him down a path that only led to suffering for himself and everyone he turned against. He wanted to use his analytical mind and covert behavior to form the world in his own image by any means necessary, and that meant he was going to be a bit evil. Bradford began establishing bases across the globe and started recruiting driven agents with the likes of the Phantom Blot, John D. Rockerduck, Steelbeak, Eggheads, Gandra D., and Taurus Bulba. Bradford was building a secret army to enact his plans to undo the person he determined was at the center of chaos from the last century, Scrooge McDuck. Who could it be? That's why Bradford went on to declare the McDuck family as the most important group to take down on his quest for world domination. Now, on his rise to become a truly evil villain, initially Bradford tried to rein in Scrooge himself after losing a battle against him for the mystical Papyrus of Binding. Unfortunately, though, by missing out on taking the Papyrus for himself, the reality-altering parchment had been locked away by Scrooge and only could be rediscovered again by one of his heirs. With that knowledge, Bradford set to work developing a foul research program to begin developing and creating their own descendant of Scrooge McDuck. At the same time, though, that was when Bradford was able to gain Scrooge's trust, become the CFO of McDuck Enterprises, and eventually worked to isolate the duck. But no matter what he did, Scrooge's adventures only continued to grow along with his family. You see, something Bradford hadn't considered was that he was brought on as a level-headed ally to take control of the day-to-day -day business of Scrooge's company. But by Bradford stepping in, that only gave Scrooge more time to adventure. While he tried being in the ear of Scrooge for many years, that action wasn't enough to change the richest duck in the world. But after Scrooge explored the world with his niece and nephew, Della and Donald Duck, Bradford was able to seemingly squelch Scrooge's daring life for around a decade, which he had been able to do by tearing apart his family. You see, Bradford had leaked Della Duck the knowledge that an experimental rocket known as the Spear of Selene had been built for her, but he told her on the same day that a cosmic storm was active. That act led to Della venturing on a test flight that led her to being lost in space, and that loss drove Donald away from his uncle for years. All of that subsequent heartbreak and isolation in turn led Scrooge's spending to be scaled back by his board and his adventures in the world to be almost completely halted until, of course, he got close to his great nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Nevertheless, the return of the McDuck family didn't stop Bradford and the board from continuing to consult and stay close to Scrooge. They held on to his trust and remained a part of McDuck Enterprises. But once Bradford saw the vengeful Magica Dispel wage a shadow war against her sworn enemy and he witnessed the Earth be invaded by an army of moon warriors, he no longer was tolerant of Fowl's passive approach to defeating Scrooge McDuck. If Fowl ever stood a chance of taking control of the world, Bradford declared to his allies within Fowl that they must focus all their resources on ending the McDuck family once and for all. And after he discovered that Scrooge's family had discovered his grandmother's lost adventure journal, he knew that the race was on to acquire the documented lost relics. Now it was time to escalate his plans, and with a firm grasp on his agents, Bradford Buzzard felt 
confident he could steal the world out from underneath Scrooge. Unfortunately, Horace Bulba, who coolly enough was voiced by James Monroe Iglehart, who previously voiced Lance in Tangled the Series and was the genie on Broadway, had created chaos with his dimension-hopping device known as the Ramrod, to the point where Bradford's identity as a leader in Fowl was revealed to the McDucks. Your little adventure fantasy is coming to an end, McDuck. With the level of danger Fowl now posed, fully realized by the McDuck family, Bradford decided to take massive action against them by ripping away many of the relics that they had discovered across their travels, while he used Scrooge's own defense system against him as a distraction. Bradford was able to secure the Harp of Mirvana, the Fountain of Youth, the Solego circuit plans that had been used to create the Ramrod, and even the legendary Gene the Genie. Bradford's Fowl agents also continued to fight openly for other relics like the Sword of Swanston which would be very important later on. And throughout this war, he kept an iron grip on those who attempted to plot against him, like Gandra D. At the same time, Fowl began to imprison anyone around the world who could pose any threat to their plans. Anyone who might have been connected to the chaos, which likely meant that they were connected to Scrooge McDuck, would be imprisoned and be ready to be destroyed. But all of his plans came together when Scrooge and his family attempted to finally take down Fowl when they invaded their headquarters underneath Funzo's Fun Zone. In true Bradford Buzzard fashion though, he knew that they were coming and planted a secret weapon he hoped would be capable of weakening his enemies, the clones of Webby Vanderquack. These ducks may have derived from Webby, but they had been created by Black Heron and raised by Bradford to be minions of Fowl, which is why they initially rejected the McDuck family, stole Scrooge's missing mysteries, and attempted to kidnap Webby, leading to the McDucks converging on Fowl's position in the Library of Alexandria. In this temple, Bradford scrambled to get a hold of the final mystery that was just beyond his grasp, and it turns out that all of his lying, manipulation, and abuse was done to retrieve the very artifact that Scrooge McDuck had hid away when Fowl had first been formed, the Papyrus of Binding. To obtain the world-changing papyrus, Bradford used Webby to retrieve it, just before he revealed to her that she had been the original Scrooge McDuck clone that had been manufactured by him to defeat his sworn enemy. Webby could retrieve the Papyrus of Binding because she was Scrooge McDuck's daughter. And if you'd like a much more in-depth look into that, I'll leave my video on that subject linked down below. With all of the missing mysteries in Bradford's possession, he used the Sword of Swanstantine to empower himself and used the rest of the magical properties of these relics to defeat Scrooge McDuck, to pressure Scrooge into giving up his adventures by agreeing to the legally and mystically binding agreement on the Papyrus of Binding, and he even showed that he was willing to destroy everyone around him to remove the unpredictability of the world. He was on a mission that he couldn't pull himself away from, and the longer that he pursued his cause, the more willing he was to submit to his anger and bask in the fall of his enemies and the glory that he saw for himself. He was, he was becoming an evil villain, that was for sure. But what Bradford had not accounted for in all of his planning was the passion, danger, and resilience that Scrooge's family themselves posed to his plans. Even after Scrooge had signed away his ability to adventure in exchange for the preservation of his family, Scrooge's allies fought Bradford to ensure that they all would be able to leave that base safe and free. And once they looked through Bradford's contract, it became clear that he had no clue what family truly meant. Even though Scrooge agreed to the terms that Bradford had outlined, the contract degraded as soon 
soon as Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby came to see the contradiction in Bradford's request. Scrooge couldn't be simultaneously removed from having any adventures while having a family, because a family was one of the greatest adventures in the world. And with that realization, the magical bindings around Scrooge were destroyed, leading to Bradford dropping the sword of Swastantine and losing his grand power. But Bradford's life was truly undone when Scrooge's most notorious villains, who had been imprisoned by Bradford, rose to defeat him forever. Magicka Dispel specifically transformed the cunning leader into a mindless buzzard, leaving him unable to rise again, and Fowl completely disassembled. All of Bradford's dreams of control, stability, and power over the unpredictability of the world were completely destroyed. He arrogantly believed that he could be above the evil villainy and chaos that he created when he attempted to steal the world. And that lack of awareness was what brought him to transform from being the first junior woodchuck to the leader of Fowl. Fun people, make sure to subscribe for more magical videos, and thank you to all of these fun people for helping make my videos possible. If you'd like to help keep these Disney discussions free for everyone forever, consider joining our community on Patreon, and finally, have a magical day.